Hey everybody, welcome to episode 394 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today's show is a Workout Wednesday talking about training. Today I'm talking about the deadlift. Getting into a little bit more details here about a certain lift, how you should implement it in your program. Really the question I'm answering today, which is from a listener, is what are the best deadlift variations to include in a training program? Um, if you know the goal is strength and fitness development, and that's what I'm going to talk about today, go into a little bit about the deadlift, my own experience, and so on and so forth. Today, brought to you by you guys, I had a great time doing the Back to the Basics series, decided to end it on Monday, and uh, really enjoyed doing that one. I think it was a great little 10-part series, getting into some of the basics of health, fitness, nutrition, motivation, mindset, and uh, things like that, that often get lost and maybe don't even get talked about enough in the fitness space because we kind of, as I guess experts, just kind of assume people know this stuff. But a lot of times um, you're just going to need to touch on those things again. And of course, even advanced people need reminders of those basics so they don't get lost in the noise either. So I had a good time doing that. All the support from you guys meant a lot. And the big month of February we had for a shorter month um, had... It might even be a record number of downloads for the month. I haven't looked back as far as the beginning of the podcast, but a lot of downloads this last month, some popular episodes, and I appreciate all the new listeners who are downloading past ones, even though they might be a little bit more rough. And then, of course, all of you loyal listeners to the podcast as well. Couldn't do without you guys and have some more great stuff to come. Let's get started with another episode today about deadlifts. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, guys? First episode right now coming at you since the relaunch of the podcast after the Back to the Basics series. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, and this is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite exercises. I know a lot of other gym bros and people that are into training and exercise that, you know, their favorite day is chest day, bench pressing, how much you bench, bro, and all that. For me, I actually really, really like training the back and I really, really like pulling and I really like deadlifting. Today's episode is answering a listener question about the deadlift and I wanted to take the time at the beginning of this episode to really encourage any questions you have, go ahead and ask them to me. I like when you email me, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com is the best way to get a hold of me. That goes my personal email inbox. You can also get in touch via Instagram. I'm stoltzjordan on Instagram and shoot me a direct message with your question for the show, and I will talk about it on today's podcast. Today's question does come from Eric on Instagram, and I wanted to go into this one because I think it's a good one, and I think it's important to touch on questions that are relatively specific because I think a lot of people have that type of question, and I like going into some background as well on certain exercises and movements and training programs. Um, just, you know, 
because I think it's valuable information. I like hearing that from other people, so I like to share it as well. Um, today, like I said, is about the deadlift, and because it's the first episode after the Back to the Basics series, kind of going to get in the weeds a little bit more. Now, the question specifically is what deadlift variations should he include into his training program, goal being strength and overall fitness. That's a great question. It's a generic question, but it's a great one. Now, there's a lot of specificity here. Like You could get a little bit more specific and dig a little deeper. If the goal is to increase the deadlift, maybe you would want to include different variations. And if the goal was just general fitness, um, if there's an injury history, that plays into things. If there's different leverage concerns, that plays into things. But I'm going to give the best advice I can given the context. Deadlift, like I said, is one of my favorite variations and it's one of my favorite exercises, excuse me, for the back and really the posterior chain in general. I come from a strength conditioning background, so really quickly came to learn in my study of exercise and performance that the posterior chain is really the key to power, is really the key to really just strength in general. If you have a strong backside, hamstrings, glutes, lower back, upper back, and even the neck and traps, you are strong there, you're going to perform very well, be very strong, and actually have really good posture and sometimes even mobility from that compared to someone who's focusing more on the front side of the body. The posterior chain gets neglected a lot in people just starting out, in gym bros, and less with females nowadays because of the glute craze, but used to be with females who were doing more isolation work and not using the posterior chain as much as they maybe should. Um, so yeah, a lot of benefit comes from that. I learned that early on and I started doing deadlifts before it was cool, you could say, and my form was most likely atrocious. I don't have videos of it, but it wasn't great. I actually hurt my back a couple times doing it, which is kind of just what tells me retroactively my form wasn't awesome because it feels like a pretty natural lift if you have the general mobility you need to and oh, your form is decent. It's just picking something up off the floor, right? But I did improve it over time. It probably became my best lift going into college age, you know, mid-20s, probably my best lift, able to kind of worked up to a 400-pound deadlift relatively quick, and a lot of that had to do with my leverages. So that is something that's important. Long arms, that works with deadlifts, and that's what I have. So that's just, and then being kind of tall too. Um that is just something kind of of a side note that might kind of go into this question as well. But I worked up to a lot of weight in the deadlift, recently pulled 500 and really hadn't deadlifted for quite a while um, leading up to that. Just kind of implemented that again into my programming and was able to really increase my strength quickly. The deadlift, as far as progressing, is going to be a very... Um, you know, I would say muscle memory, neurologically based exercise, meaning if you get good at the movement, it feels very comfortable to you and you've done it a lot and you have the discipline and ability to grind through hard reps and kind of push yourself past what you think is your limit, you'll do very well on a deadlift because it's a, a lot of it's mental to just get it up off the floor, lean back and just rip it off the ground because in a bench press, there's only so much you can muscle through just with your mind. In a squat, same thing. If you're stuck at the bottom of the hole, you can't just 
mentally forced your way out of that hole. You're probably stuck due to all the muscle groups involved in a deadlift. If you just can't get up off the floor, you might just need to shift your mental state, you know, rip a little harder, pull a little farther back and change your stance up a little bit and you might get it. So a lot of it is mental. So confidence, that's an important thing. I think you should be deadlifting regularly. It should be a regular part of your program. Now, because it is very taxing and it is pretty hard on the brain, the CNS and recovery, um, I, it's going to be hard to deadlift more than two times a week. And I've ran programs where I deadlifted three times a week. Recovery was an issue unless I really, really decreased accessory movements, especially, um, posterior chain things that involve the lower back and squats, um, unless they were like a belt squat or something like that. I think you could do it. I would probably start with one to two times and go from there. The volume does not have to be high. I think that with pulls, especially deadlifts, you don't want to have, you know, reps past eight, five or six, maybe is even better at the top end, uh, specifically for deadlifts. The high rep back stuff can come later with more lower back friendly movements where form doesn't break down as much. I actually have never really gotten hurt or tweaked or anything just with a max weight with a deadlift. It's almost always repeated reps. Touch and go is a very, it's a lot more dangerous as a variation than others. And it's not something I recommend. I think that uh, those repeated reps, your form breaks down quite, quite significantly. So that's, I guess, something to consider. Keep the reps lower. Actually, the sets higher, the reps lower is a great strategy. And uh, you'll see a big increase. So that's a brief little history on my deadlifting past. Um, right now, as a variation, just to get ahead of myself, I almost strictly do block pulls. I really don't pull from the floor completely very much anymore. I'll get into why, and I'll get into that as a variation here in a bit. As far as what variations should you include in your program, assuming you just want to be strong at the deadlift, the answer is really all of them up to a point or even like just to say you should include a lot of variations because the variations are going to help your um, recovery specifically it's going to keep you from getting injured and you're going to be working on your weaknesses even sometimes without knowing it and it's always good to give yourself a new stimulus I think that some of the best progress I've ever made in multiple lifts whether it's bench press overhead press deadlift or anything curls even it comes from including different variations for a certain amount of time rotating those and you know whenever i experience a plateau on one movement put in a new variation even if it's just a slight change that breaks things up enough that you're able to continue forward with your progress and you come back around to the original exercise and you see a lot of progress if your variations were specific enough so for a deadlift Let's review some variations that I like since my answer is essentially you shouldn't be including these. Straight bar deadlifts off the floor. That's your classic conventional deadlift. Um, deficit deadlifts where you're standing on a plate or two plates even. Um, so you're pulling from a lower position. That's going to be involving more of your posterior chain, specifically your legs. Trap bar deadlifts, high handles, trap bar deadlifts, low handles. That's the same thing. Same concept as a normal deadlift and a deficit deadlift, having to squat down further with the trap bar. I think the trap bar is great. 
easy to recover from, easy to have good form in, and definitely improves your overall deadlift strength just by getting good at the trap bar. Um, I think I really like block pulls, like I said, something I do. So the opposite of a deficit deadlift, raising the bar up. So you're pulling more from below the knee or mid shin. Those are both great heights to do. You're able to really overload the movement, focus on the lockout, and really put a lot of taxing stress and stretching on your traps and your upper back, uh, which is why I typically just do block pulls now because I use them as a back exercise. Leg exercise, I almost exclusively focus on RDLs, which, you know, straight leg deadlifts, which I wouldn't even put in the same camp as deadlifts. I think you should be doing RDLs as a leg development exercise. And I pretty much do that exclusively for the posterior chain in my leg days. And that is how I like to structure things. So doing both, and that's just kind of like a bonus for the posterior chain to do deadlifts or block pulls on the back day and to do RDLs on the lower body day, kind of getting the best of both worlds, focusing on the upper back one day, the legs the other day, you kind of marry them together and you have a monster deadlift in my opinion. So uh, that's why I like block pulls. Plus a lot less warm up is required because you're not pulling from so low. So if you have trouble getting in that low position for a deadlift, if your mobility is an issue, just raising the bar up a few inches is going to take care of that completely. Um, that's a great reason. And then also it's just really fun. You see really fast progress when it's, like I said, really mental just to get that bar up, especially if you're not involving as much of your legs as you would be in a normal deadlift. So, you know, the, the answer to the question today through Instagram really is to include multiple variations of everything, especially the lifts you want to improve on your max effort movement. So to say, um, you should be rotating things. And in one single training block, I would just probably include some kind of hinge, like a Romanian deadlift or a single leg deadlift in your lower body training, but then also some kind of normal deadlift in your pull days, or your back days, or whatever you want to structure them as for your session upper body, lower body, full body, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think they should all be included. And I think that they should be rotated through as you plateau. Don't let yourself plateau and just rotate the variations when you feel like you are going to plateau. I guess that's the answer to the first question of the day. I kind of also wanted to get into programming with deadlifts because I had a question similar to that as well. Do you put deadlifts on back days or lower body days? And I've kind of answered that already, but it depends on the variation, you know, you can kind of look at the variation or even feel the variation. And if it's pretty taxing on your lower body, include it on your lower body day. If it's more an upper back or traps focused deadlift, it's on a back day or a pull day or an upper body day. I will say it kind of depends on your focus because I think deadlifts are going to take a lot out of you. If you deadlift on your lower body day, doing a squat effectively is going to be hard. You're not going to get as much out of it. Um, if you deadlift heavy on your upper body day, I think you're going to get less out of bench press, incline press, overhead press, pull-ups, that kind of thing, because you're taxing yourself so much. It's a lot of fatigue plus a lot of time. You have to warm up, work up to pretty heavy weights and go forth like that. And I think that it is going to be probably more beneficial to include the deadlifts on the day that's not necessarily your priority so if you want to grow your upper body more deadlift on your lower body day if you want to grow your lower body more 
focus on the squats and the single leg variations on your leg days and deadlift on your upper body days for back. And in addition to that, you're kind of getting a frequency bonus because if you separate the main day that you care about from the deadlifts and then the deadlifts are going to work that body part kind of as a secondary muscle group, then you're getting a bonus extra time that body part has worked, right? You train your back on upper body days or pull days and then on the leg days or lower body days you do deadlift, you're getting more back work on the lower body days when you're fresh and you're able to get more frequency in that way, more good volume. On your lower body, if you you know, you care more about your lower body development and you're squatting and you're doing RDLs in your lower body days and then a few days later you're deadlifting, then you're getting more posterior chain work kind of as a bonus on those upper body days. So you're essentially boosting up the number of times you're training the priority, which is pretty cool. So that's kind of how I like to approach things. Um, pretty simple question. And you know, programming is one of those interesting things where the answer is nearly always it depends. Like I said at the beginning, your leverages matter, your goals matter, your nutrition matters, how well you can recover from things matters, how good you are at deadlifting matters. If you're brand new, I don't want you including 12 variations of a deadlift. That's, you know, as a coach, I would rather see you get really good at one. If you're advanced and having trouble progressing past plateaus, rotating variations is going to be very, very beneficial. There's a lot of customization that needs to occur here. And I'm here to help you with that if you want. So just shoot a question over to my email or Instagram for the podcast. You can get in touch with me there. I love answering the training questions and doing these podcasts. So thank you for joining me for another show today. A little short, 18 minutes, something like that. But some will be long, some will be short. Monday's episode was pretty long, uh, but it was a good one. If you missed the conclusion of Back to the Basics on Monday, be sure to go back and listen to episode 393. That one was a gold a gem. I don't know, a gold gem? That one was gold. It was a gem. That's the right way to say that. And uh, definitely a must-listen for everybody. Today, more specific to those who want to deadlift and want to know how to include it in their training and what variations to do. Thank you for listening to another show. I'm Jordan Stoltz. This was episode 394 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Until next time, everybody, take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. freedom.